Welcome to How Not to DM. I'm your host, Derek. Thanks for joining me on my quest to interview the very best dungeon masters on this plane of existence. Some quick announcements. I'm doing a 3K giveaway. How Not to DM is about two weeks away from hitting 3,000 downloads, and I'm celebrating by giving away two sets of awesome dice, courtesy of my partners at Adventure Dice, and a custom portrait by the talented Amalia, aka Cast the Greater, which can be personal or for your character. I'll be picking three winners once we hit 3,000 listens, so make sure to listen to the show to get that number up as quick as possible. And to enter, head to my Twitter account or my Instagram profile where you can find the link and all of the requirements. I've also decided to open up How Not to DM to indie TTRPG creators who want to use my podcast to pitch their awesome work. If you're looking for a place to advertise, email me at hownottodm at gmail.com and I'll be in touch. Now, on to the guest intro. This week's guest is Hope from Hope for TTRPGs. Hope is an incredibly positive force in the TTRPG family and has created an awesome Discord community to help foster growth and collaboration. If you've got a question about marketing, are looking for playtesters, need opinions on recording equipment, or anything else, join us there and ask away. Hope does her very best to support all the different TTRPG creators out there, and if you ever need anything from her, she's more than happy to help you how she can. Enjoy! I'm Hope from Hope for TTRPGs. Uh, what I do is I run a supportive community for TTRPG creators and just anyone in the community to find support, success, and just awesome resources and a fun time. So check me out on Discord, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that fun stuff. I've got the link tree uh, in the bio of all of those. So I hope to see you guys there. Um, how I got into D&D is I started in... It was late high school. Uh, my now husband actually introduced me to Dungeons and Dragons, and his brother was our dungeon master. And we just started playing together, just regular D and D five E. And my first character, if I remember correctly, was uh, I think it was an Elven Bard, the very first one that I ever made. And that character stuck with me because I had uh, a little companion that we found during our first session. We, like, had a bunch of squirrels, and I, I should have gone with a druid or something. I know I should have, but it's new. I've never played fantasy before. And the DM was wonderful and let me have a squirrel, and now that squirrel follows me into almost every campaign that I play. So that's kind of how I got into D&D and how it's still stuck with me through a tiny little companion squirrel. Nice. I know you're a very musical person, and so I guess a bard makes perfect sense for your first character. Is that kind of what drew you to it? Yeah, uh, we were trying to uh, basically create characters that would be very similar to us, just since uh, a few of my friends were playing with us. It was their first time as well. And we're like, well, we're music people. I'm going into music education. You know, I like elves. This will be perfect. Ooh, that was not necessarily the case for someone who's never roleplayed before, never played a fantasy game, and the minute that I found a cute furry creature, that's what I was focused on. Yeah, yeah, it's funny how uh, your first character, you're like, ooh, I want to do this, and then like immediately you realize all of the other cool stuff other people can do and you can't, and you're like, but I want to do that now. So I actually chose a druid to start, and then I was wanting to do other things, so kind of funny how that happens. 
what is your DMing experience like? You know, have you run any games before? Uh, and if you have, what kinds of stuff have you have you run? So I actually have very little DMing experience. Once I started Hope for TTRPGs, I saw that there was definitely a need for more dungeon masters and game masters. Mm -hmm. Over the past couple of months, you know, about three or four months, I've been trying to dip my toes into the resources that they have out there and figure out how to be a dungeon master. So I have ran one one shot <laughs> um, with some people from my server. And then I've just started trying to DM through a play-by-post format. Mm, and where are you playing the play-by-post? Oh, that's also in the Hope for TTRPGs Discord. Oh, yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So all sorts of stuff happening there. Oh, lots of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that one shot that you ran, what kind of adventure was it? You know, what was the setting? And how did it go for you being your first time? It was... Really interesting, to say the least. I learned by just throwing myself into it and just doing. So I took a map from one of the wonderful people in uh, the Discord that they uh, wanted people to use. They were like, hey, if you're going to run a one-shot, use this. And so I saw that map. It was really cool. It had like a cave and it had some like broken trees around it. So I was like, okay, this would be great to do like a one shot of just mainly combat heavy stuff just to get at least the mechanics of DMing something like that down. So I got a couple of friends together and we hopped into a recording. We, po we popped up the map and basically they had, they had created their characters. We'd gone over it beforehand, did like a session zero and then just kind of jumped into it. I can't remember how we started. I think it was very much like uh, you, you're you at the quest board or you find yourself at the Adventuring Guild and here's a quest. And so then they went out and then like they talked to this farmer who was missing a bunch of his sheep or cows. I can't remember. Um, and then that was just really interesting right off the bat was starting with role playing. Like it was so weird to be the character who's like leading the story and to provide that information that was so new and then like trying to direct them like here's where you should go and they got there and then trying to figure out how to level the encounter and just learning how to describe it and just making it as immersive as possible and then I honestly did not think about ending the adventure before running through it I was like okay I just gotta get started I gotta do this and then I hit the end and I was like okay we are completely improving this now and so there was just a ton of learning experiences just through that one, I think it was only like an hour and a half of a one shot that was mainly combat that was just absolutely exhilarating to be a DM, but also terrifying because I had no idea what was hiding around that corner. <laughs> oh man, hearing you talk about it just reminds me a lot of my first experience too, right? Just remembering that feeling of like, all right, now what? oh, I'm the person who has to decide what, you know? And it does take a lot of practice to kind of get into that mentality of always thinking of what's going to come next and, and making it seem really smooth and, and planned. But I know that you'll get there. Uh, and it sounds like it was a good first uh, game to practice with, right? With people that you know, that's probably the easiest way to start is with friends who, uh, who are understanding, right? Oh, definitely. Uh, I made sure that when I put the call out, like, hey, I want to I want to run a one shot. Please be aware. This is my very first time. I have no idea what I'm doing. 
And the response to that was just amazing. Everyone was just so helpful. Like, oh, dude, yeah, we've all been there. Like, if you want resources, if you want tips, advice, any questions, you know, just send us a DM or a personal message, you know, just like reach out. And I'm like, oh, okay. So they're all going to be nice and welcoming and accepting. And it was amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, that's how things should be for sure. You know, the thing that I love asking people and, and the whole point of the podcast is kind of what what lessons you learned from running games, right? And so you've got a small snapshot of experience, but I think that you definitely still learned a lot of things. So what advice would you give to someone who's never run a game before? And, you know, what kind of mistakes that you made maybe they could avoid? For me, I think prepping is something that is definitely going to be in my uh, Dungeon Master style. Some people can just improv, but that is not for me. And so I kind of thought like, oh, you know, I've played for years. I've done this enough. It is so different being the one throwing the information at them and not just being the person that's getting the information thrown at them. It's like, oh, you have to come up with this stuff, which like seems very obvious. But until you're in that seat, like I just didn't realize how much the DM needs to know. It needs to know what comes next. So for me, it was definitely just prepping more, writing more things down, just so I have an outline in my own kind of path. So that way, for the directions that the characters go, I at least have something that I can kind of work off of. So for me, it's mainly just prep. More prep is definitely kind of the mistake that I made, um, was just I went in blind almost. And I, I learned a lot that way. It worked for me. But I definitely say make sure that if you can read as much of the one page one shot that you're doing or as much as the module as you can and just absorb all of that information so that way you can give good descriptions and good leads to your players that they can take. That's definitely something that I learned. <laughs> yeah, that's great advice. And it being, you know, how long ago did you do this? A couple months ago or was it last month? It was a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. So still pretty fresh in your mind, right? So let's transition now to Hope for TTRPGs. You talked a little about it at the beginning, right? That's kind of your main project. So tell us uh, a little bit more about it and how it came to be, how it got started, you know, the origin story. Uh, so origin story actually is tied into the very first group that I played Dungeons & Dragons with. We had a little podcast that was going on for a while, and then... We went on hiatus for a long time. And so I was their like social media manager. And so I just got really immersed in being on Twitter and just being a part of the TTRPG community. And I loved it. I loved supporting everybody. I loved connecting. I loved talking with everyone. And then when we were on hiatus, I'm like, well, I don't really have anything to post about from the podcast page. So I was like, you know what? I'll just go ahead and make like a fun little hope for TTRPGs thing and I'll just support people and retweet and have fun. And then it blew up. <laughs> like within like a week or like the first week or two weeks, we ended up getting a discord because so many people were like, yeah, let's build a community. Let's actually make a very supportive, connected community. There were so many other people out there who wanted the same connections that I wanted to continue making. And so that's kind of how it all got started, was just Twitter and wanting to be supportive. And then it rolled into a Discord, and the ball has just kept rolling since then. We've kept finding more ways to just support people, help them reach their goals, um, give them resources, and just have fun together and play games. 
So that's kind of how it got started, and what it is now is that it is mainly a Discord, which is a really fun place. We always have a ton of things going on. Like, anything that you could want is probably there, and if it's not, let me know and we'll probably add it in. Um, I've started a Facebook group to try to bring more positivity to the TTRPG scene on Facebook. We've got an Instagram, um, and more recently we've started streaming. Uh, just last month, uh, the very, like, first big stream that I did was a, basically was like an all-day charity event, um, for Extra Life. And that was kind of my huge plunge into streaming, and... Now I'm pursuing that as much as I can, and the newest project is that every Sunday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time is a community support stream. So that's a really fun project that I am just taking the reins on and trying to take it as far as I can just to bring more support and outreach to another platform. So we've got a lot going on, and I just want to do my best to help everyone just reach their goals and just have a good time and find some support in the community. That's awesome. I didn't know that you were a player in a podcast previously, but it makes a lot of sense. Uh, what what was the podcast called, and is it still around? Like, I mean, just you can go listen to it? Yeah, I believe it's still up on podcasting platforms. Uh, definitely a disclaimer, I have grown a lot as a D&D player and as a role player since then. <laughs> the podcast is called The Adventuring Guild, and we had like a couple of campaigns going, but our main flagship was a homebrew review. So we would take homebrew like classes and races and things like that that people would send to us or we'd ask for permission to use. And then we'd play them at the 5th, 10th, 15th, and 20th level. And so we did like four episodes for each thing. And at the beginning, we'd say what we were excited about. And at the end, we'd say how it went. And that was really fun and honestly a huge draw to why I wanted to keep supporting people in the community is because we were able to reach out and connect with these creators and help support them and give them feedback. And I wanted to take that and run yeah so yeah that's really cool i'm learning all sorts of things that i did not know have you thought about resurrecting that concept of doing the playtesting kind of thing or you know that that just sounds like something that i'd be really interested in in hearing or watching oh yes that has definitely been something that has been basically on my mile long list <laughs> since almost the beginning even just starting streaming has been such a journey just to get that started um, and now with scheduling, scheduling is absolutely crazy. So I definitely want to start doing it. But right now the challenge is finding a good night um, to do it where, you know, I'm not going to be exhausted <laughs> at the end of the night from doing it. And now that we do have a big community, we actually probably do have enough people where we could do it quite consistently. But then also finding a DM. Um, I know there's plenty of people who would probably love to. But, you know, again, at the beginning, you know, we didn't have it you know, 700 plus people in the Discord, you know, it was a little bit harder to get all those schedules aligned. So that was another challenge we want to learn how to DM so that way I could help get this started and, you know, just be in the DM seat, which is a really important role. Yeah, I think you would have no shortage of volunteers for people who would want to jump in on that. I guess the trick is always like figuring out the scheduling, like you said. That's the trick for anybody who's ever played any tabletop game so and it only gets worse the more people you add in or the more things you're trying to do oh yeah <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors are you looking for a map for your next tabletop game book series or video game nerd dad maps can hook you up 
Whether you're playing in a fantasy, sci-fi, or modern day game, or looking for world, city and town, or battle maps, email nerddadmaps at gmail.com or visit them on Twitter, at nerddadmaps, to get started. Let Nerd Dad Maps help you explore your world. So you talked about your current projects, so that's awesome. What are your goals for the account and the community? Could be short-term, could be long-term, could be a little bit of both. Yeah, um, so overall the goal is kind of just the mission statement. It is pretty broad, just providing um, support, success, and community to those TTRPG content creators and just players and people in the community. And that is a very broad statement because it does encompass a lot. It is constantly a journey of evolving and finding out what people need most. So I guess right now my main personal goal is to continue trying to improve streaming. Just learning how to do it um, so I can help other people because there's a lot of people who want to get into it too. And so being able to help them, um, using the platform to do more um, homebrew review stuff. I'd love to get that going. We are going to start doing one shots. Um, I'm not DMing them yet, um, but we do have just community one-shots that we're going to start doing. And then, of course, the support stream on Sundays is something that I'm very passionate about and very excited about. So streaming is a really big project that I'm looking into. Long-term, you know, we've got... Honestly, I've got things lined out for almost every month of what, do I, what I want to accomplish, at least up till the next year. I'd really like to start organizing um, meetups for this next summer, um, you know, if the world is willing and it's safe doing meetups, going to conventions. Uh, so that's a really big goal that we do have quite a ways to go till we get there. But that's a big long-term one. Otherwise, a little bit shorter term is streaming. And even shorter term is just every day, just finding more people to reach out and support. Every day, just helping somebody out as much as you can. That is a great goal. It would be a lot of fun to do a meetup. I know I've talked to a couple of people locally here, um, and I'm always trying to work on stuff like that. But having one across the country or the world would be even better. So I, uh, I'm definitely game for that. What accomplishment are you most proud of that you have done with Hope for TTRPGs so far? That is actually one of the more difficult questions to answer is just an accomplishment that I'm most proud of because there's honestly a lot. I think overall what I'm most proud of is that we have built a platform, a community of people who genuinely want to support people. I think that has been the thing I'm most proud of is probably mainly the Discord because that's where everybody can interact the best. And I am just so, so happy that we were able to create that everybody together because it's not just me. One person does not make a Discord. It's the whole community. And it's just so welcoming. Like, when you hop into the Discord, you're immediately going to get hit by our Welcoming Wizards team, which means you're going to get a bunch of... Everybody has chosen their own little gifts that they like, and that's like their signature, and they'll welcome you in. And we have just anything and everything for everybody. Just everyone's talking with anyone who's there. Everybody just wants to game with anyone who's there. It is just such a wonderful place, and it makes me just so, so incredibly happy um, when we've had feedback from people just saying like, hey, like just the other night we got one that was, you know, this place like basically changed my life. 
uh, like they said, like a month ago, their life would not have been what it was, you know, and then they met all the people in the TTRPG family, and I just, oof, it's just being able to create a space where people can have those kind of meaningful interactions and just finding friends and just just feeling like they belong in a space is just something absolutely amazing. You've mentioned the Discord a few times, and I do think that that has been one of my favorite parts of the community as well. You know, I've had questions about recording. I've had questions about social media marketing. I've had questions about advertising. I've had questions about, you know, how frequently to post things. And, and without fail, someone answers your question within a few minutes or, you know, there's always someone who knows the answer or who's willing to help you out. And that's been incredibly helpful. It's it's easy to Google things and like find some blog post or whatever, but there's just something to be said about the human connection that can be made when you and a bunch of other people are all working together towards the same goal. And, you know, like you said, everyone's lifting each other up. You've got people who do very similar things all you know, working together, having a good time together. You've got people who make maps who are friends with all of the other people who make maps, right? It's not a competition. It's it's more of a community mindset. You've got people who run streams or podcasts who are all, you know, helping each other out. There's definitely no animosity. And I think that that's been part of, or probably one of my favorite parts. When I started this podcast, I don't know if I knew your account specifically or um, the community, but it was very, you know, very quickly I found it and I found a group of people who were interested in the same things I was, who had answers to my questions and who were, you know, interested in the stuff that I was putting out as well. So it's been a lot of fun to be a part of that and to see the the cool community that you've built and that, that everyone, I guess, has built together. And uh, I'm really excited to see where it goes. Me too. <laughs> You mentioned the community live stream. Are there any other projects you're working on right now or contests or anything else that you want to plug here? Oh, goodness, yes. <laughs> there is a long list of projects that I'm currently working on. So I guess, you know, just streaming is a big thing. Um, it's a lot of fun, and I try to make it as interactive as possible. Um, I believe I have, like, our streaming schedules up on Twitter almost every other day. Uh, we always got fun on so there's the community support stream um, we do have community nights where we just play fun games uh, we usually do among us or jackbox games um, and we try to pick games that are like basically free for anyone to play uh, like among us is free on the phone uh, if you want to play on your pc it is a little it's like five bucks um, jackbox games i bought all of them for the server so everybody can play um, and you know we're just uh, building on to that so that's a fun project that we do um, almost every friday night schedule is willing so that's a lot of fun, um, is our community night. So just streaming one-shots, community nights. We're trying to grow a little bit quicker or don't have time to to commit to growing organically as much. So can you talk us through a little bit about what options they have available and then uh, you know what you do with that money to help continue to grow the community? Yeah. Um, so I do have a Patreon and a Ko-Fi. That's K-O-F-I. I still don't know if that's the correct way to pronounce it. Neither do I. There's so many of them that are like, buy me a coffee or a coffee or like coffee with three E's. And so I'm like, I think this one's Ko-Fi, so K-O-F-I. <laughs> Everyone knows what you're talking about yeah. at least. <laughs> Thankfully. Um, yeah, so we do have a Patreon. I'll talk about that one first. That one is honestly more of kind of a support page for Hope for TTRPGs. 
I have a lot of amazing people who want to help keep Hope for TTRPGs going because it is a lot of hours, a lot of work. It's it's a lot. So uh, we had people just wanting to just kind of help endorse it, sponsor it, which is fantastic. And so they're like, well, do you have a Patreon? So I set one up and basically I try to think of the best things that I can offer. And so we do have a lot of um, kind of like almost advertising tiers. So uh, like just like uh, whenever you donate to the Patreon or Ko-Fi, you do get a shout out on Twitter. We've got tiers for a weekly shout out. We have individual reviews. We also have automated messaging in the Discord for when your streams go live, as well as you get your name on our streamer spotlight. We do have like an actual sponsorship tier that gets like your logo on everything. Uh, we've got kind of like a customizable tier where we work together to promote what you're doing. That's kind of what the Patreon is. I will say that I like, dude, if you reach out to me, I'll help support your stuff. You do not have to join the Patreon to get a shout out. That was something that there was a little bit of confusion on. Um, there is rules, you know, if there is a post that's, you know, paid for for advertising, there, there are tags, so you'll know when those go out. But if you honestly, if you just DM me and like remind me of your projects and what you're doing, I'll blast it out there because I want to help support. But that's what the Patreon is. Ko-Fi just recently updated. So I'm working on also bringing those tiers over to the Ko-Fi and as well as I guess another project that I kind of forgot about that is on the Ko-Fi is I am hoping within the next month or two to start posting articles on Ko-Fi, taking the information and the resources from the Discord and making them much more digestible so that way you don't have to read three months back. So, you know, all of our tips and stuff. Uh, the first article is hopefully going to go out within the next few weeks and it's going to be tips on hosting a charity stream. Um, so, you know, just taking like my experiences, what I found works for me and just making them digestible. We'll put those on Ko-Fi. They're free. Um, but we also have a merch store on Ko-Fi. So we have little Hope for TTRPG and TTRPG family stickers and buttons. If you guys want to head to Ko-Fi, you can, you know, represent the TTRPG family. And if you guys have any suggestions of what you'd like to see, let me know. That was kind of a lot about Patreon and Ko-Fi, but I try to make it as malleable and flexible to work with anybody and everybody. Yeah. You mentioned that you're willing to help and promote whatever, whenever, and uh, I did want to to call that out specifically because a few months ago I was doing a charity stream with uh, Adventure Dice, and you and I both work with them, but uh, they they were doing a charity stream for cancer, and you were very quick to shout that out, and you know a lot of other people from the Discord server you know, we're retweeting that and, and helping us spread the word and we were able to smash the goal that we set. So that was really awesome. And uh, another example of the great things that can be accomplished when we're all working together. Oh, yeah. To close it out, I would love to hear your words of encouragement for all of the TTRPG creators out there. Um, yeah, I guess uh, words of encouragement are just to keep at it, keep going, um, interact with as many people as you can. You know, it's it's a marathon, so don't burn yourself out too quick. Do what you can. The more that you put into it, the more you will get out. Sometimes it does take a little bit of time, but if you keep doing that hard work consistently, you will see outcomes. So just keep with it. You are worth it, and your projects are worth it. Everybody is so different. Nobody can do what you do specifically. So keep doing it, keep putting it out there, because it's going to be something that somebody absolutely loves. Awesome, I love it. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Hope. It's been a lot of fun to chat with you, 
and uh, it's been a lot of fun interacting with you and you know seeing the community continue to grow and flourish. So I appreciate you a lot, and I know that everyone else in the TTRPG family appreciates you a lot too. Thank you. Thanks for listening to How Not to DM. And big thanks to Marybeth G for the review of the show. I'm shouting out all new reviews from Apple Podcasts, so go leave a review and share the show with your TTRPG friends and family. My intro and outro music is by my good friend Torin, aka Mr. Tape. Go check out his music on Spotify and Apple Music. And until next time, roll some Nat 20s for me.